0: Welcome to A Tour of France, a series of interviews with French ministry leaders brought to you by the Christian Community Foundation of France. And now, here's your host, David Broussard. Hi, everyone, and welcome to A Tour of France. I'm your host, Dave Broussard, president of the Christian Community Foundation of France. And today, it's my pleasure to welcome Raphael Anzenberger to the Tour of France series. Raphael is an evangelist, apologist, church planner, author, and speaker serving in France with a passion to raise a new generation of evangelists who will bring the message of the cross to all corners of French society. He's married with four children. Uh, Raphael lives in Tours, but I think he's going to be moving to soon to engage in exciting new regional church planning strategy, which he'll be talking about. He earned his Master's in Economics from the Université Pasteur in Strasbourg, and his MDiv in Evangelism from Columbia International University, where he is currently working on his doctoral degree in missions. He's General Secretary of France Evangelisation, and really a pleasure to have him with us today. Thanks for being with us, Raphael.
1: Uh, Thanks for hosting me, David.
0: Well, now you're working on your doctoral thesis, which deals with some new ideas and strategies on church planning. I was hoping you could explain the context of church planning in France today and uh, speak to some of the challenges and opportunities and
1: how this new strategy
0: fits into
1: uh, what you see God doing in France. Sure. I would love to... And thanks for all the the people who are listening online and uh, listening to this interview. This is uh, this is great to know that we have friends all over the planet, and especially uh, in the US. My my wife is from the US, so I have a, a special heart for this country. So thanks for uh, listening to us. Just to give uh, to, our, uh, to our listeners uh, some some just uh, concrete numbers so that they can have a picture of the situation. We just reached the uh, the milestone of two thousand churches in in France. Huh? Two thousand churches. That's that's Pentecostal. Charismatic all the way to uh, non-charismatic Mennonite churches. This is the number of churches, evangelical churches, we have in France, 2,000 churches. And that amounts for about roughly 300,000 conservative figures. On the top, we have 400,000 evangelicals in the country. That's the uh, the current state of the gospel that we have in France. And the goal that we have as a national council is to triple the number of churches, to move from 2,000 to 6,000 churches. That will make one church for 10,000 inhabitants. Uh, that's a, that's a, a target that we are uh, looking for. And uh, it's just a, a simple way to say that if you have one church for 10,000 inhabitants, then you don't have to drive an hour to go to church. In the, in the place where we're starting this uh, new church plant, for instance, uh, there's not one single evangelical church one hour around. So, you uh-huh. have to drive one hour to go to church, and so if we believe that by reaching the goal of planting one church for ten thousand inhabitants, then we give the opportunity for the each and every frenchman to uh, to attend an, uh, an evangelical uh, worship service once in his lifetime and then have a chance to hear the gospel and respond to the gospel so that's just uh, to give you an idea of uh, of the state of the gospel in in france
0: yeah and uh, there are sixty two million people in France, so when you say two thousand churches in 300,000 evangelical believers what we're really saying is that that is just a very small amount.
1: yeah if you crunch the numbers I mean it amounts to one one you know, percent of the population that's the evangelical uh, you know force that we have uh, currently in the country. So how, how are you and others in the national scene meeting this
0: challenge to triple the number of churches?
1: Well, that's that's a, that's a very good question, David. Uh, we th- there are two main challenges. I would say the, the first one is is uh, the funding, and the second one is uh, is the human resources. Historically, the funding has been you know always uh, the number one challenge, but in this case, if you if you crunch numbers. And you say, you know, for each church we need to have one full-time uh, planter to do that. And then if you crunch the number, if you wanted to plant 500 churches, then you would need something like 25 million you know, euros every year, which is just ridiculous, too much money. And the, the second challenge has been the human resources-wise. And then, you, you know, we would need to have 4,000 church planters. So when you look, if you, if you still think that one church needs to be planted by one guy who is full-time, to plant 4,000 new churches it's going to cost a lot of money and a lot of people. And so that's where we pretty much reached, uh, um, you know, a dead end, uh, thinking about this un- unbelievably complex equation. How do you plant from 2,000 churches, you know, 4,000 more churches? And yeah. that led us to, uh, to rethink completely our uh, church planting strategy, uh, which I think, I believe it's a good thing uh, because that draws us to our knees and uh we uh depend on the lord to uh give us some um some new ideas on how to do that and then we want to be good stewards of God's money and 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 then maximize the resources um so the thinking process is is this david um what we want to do is is mobilize the lay workers bottom line that's what we want to do uh, we have we have very gifted uh lay workers who are in the harvest uh, right now and uh and and those those young people you know they're getting married they have a job and as lay people they have a. They believe you know, uh, currently that uh, they're not trained enough to do church planting. And what we want to do is reverse that process. And we want to tell them, "You are the next generation who's going to make that happen." And we, as the full timers, we want to shift paradigm. And, and not do the ministry, but equip you to do the ministry. That that awfully sounds biblical, right? There's a verses in, in the Bible that says uh, he gave some as evangelists and, and pastors and teachers to equip the saints to do the ministry. So we're going back to the sources. And so basically, through this project, we want to mobilize um, you know thousands of uh, lay workers to go and plant churches and uh, and to resource those uh, church planting. We want to have regional church planting centers that will act as resources centers for them. Now, what role does the uh,
0: National Council of Evangelicals of France and their Church Planning Commission have in in this
1: process? Well, David, that's where it's really getting fun. Um, Historically, the the evangelical body has been uh, divided among denominational lines. With the National Council, you know, it's the first time in history that we have the whole body, I mean, from Pentecostal charismatic all the way to non-charismatic the whole body of Christ you know, coming together and embracing not only evangelical unity, but also uh, uh, mission and evangelism and church planting. So on this mission committee, you have representatives of the different branches from the different uh, uh, denominations. In October, we'll have uh, an annual gathering of all the church planters sent by all the different uh, church denominations that are part of the National Council and within this you know we're 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 uh, sharing best practices in church planting and we're uh crafting together a uh, a common goal of reaching the country for 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 Christ and that basically means concretely agreeing on the vision which is one church for 10,000 inhabitants tripling the number of churches so that's the overarching vision then in terms of means um, we are uh, launching in the in the uh, in the fall a uh, church planting portal and on this church planting portal, you will have a map of France, and you will be able to see all the new church plants in the in the unreached uh, areas. And uh, and this church planting portal will act as uh, as basically the um, the roadmap of uh, what we're trying to achieve. So who is going where and is doing what? And through this church planting portal, we'll be able to see uh, what the, the Pentecostals are doing, what the charismatic are doing, what the, um, the mainstream evangelicals are doing. And, uh, and agreeing uh, uh, not to uh, not to go where somebody else is is going, rejoicing in in, in church plans happening in places where uh, we wanted to go, uh, but uh, but then choosing to uh, to reach the places where there are not enough churches.
0: What are some of the efforts currently underway to to train some of these lay people, these leaders, to mobilize them and? and really work the strategy?
1: Well, in terms of, of, of training centers, that's, um, that's where we really need to uh, make some major improvements. I mean, listeners have to understand it's, it's a shift of paradigm. It's a shift in philosophy of ministry. And it's difficult to sell, especially to the full-timers who, who really want to do the ministry. And shifting to a place where actually we empower the lay people to do the ministry, and we, as the full timers, the missionaries, we are backing them up in terms of training and showing them how to do and replicating ourselves. And it's a true shift shift of paradigm. So we were trying to work with the uh, with the, the faculty, evangelical faculties, Bible institutes, you know, to work with us on, on this paradigm shift. Uh, some are making uh, progress on that; others are are, are not. But um, we have to, to start from scratch at this point. Right. With those uh, regional centers, uh, we'll have a meeting in October uh, with uh, uh, Stefan Beck. Stefan Beck is a, is a missionary with the uh, Greater European Mission and has been uh, uh, in Germany for, for quite a while. And he has done such a thing that we want to do. That means uh, setting up regional church planning training centers with full time people training lay, lay folks. And we have invited him to be our speaker. At, the, at um, the yearly national church planting uh, convention in, in October, mm-hmm. and uh, sharing about you know what he's been doing, and then uh, after his uh, testimony, then we will we'll gather as a national uh, entity and then craft a policy to train a new generation of church planters. So basically, David, you know we're uh, we need a lot of prayers, we need a lot of uh, support in this because we're uh, jumping in something that uh, has not been done yet. Absolutely, and t- tell me about R
0: two E. And how that fits in, because I know that has been a pretty dynamic and innovative training program for young evangelists.
1: Yes. Well, uh, historically, uh, you do the training, like the Bible Institute, you do a three-year curriculum, theological curriculum, and at the end, then, uh, according to your specialization, either evangelism, pastoral, whatever, then you are recognized as such. And back in in 2005 when I came back from my training at Columbia Biblical University uh, and and looking back at scriptures, I said, where do you see in scriptures that theological education is a prerequisite to recognize a gift in somebody's life, you know? And that's where I I believe that uh, we had it wrong. And I've seen numbers of young people having the gift of evangelism, you know, being gifted evangelists, leading people right and left and who are wise you know, to, to say, well, you, you don't have the gift because you don't have the theological education that goes with it. And um, uh, what I saw in those young people is just a hunger to be uh, to be mentored and to get some education, but uh, you know, first and foremost, be recognized as being those uh, those gifts uh, given by Christ to the church, uh, you know, as evangelists. So that's how we started the, uh, the 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 evangelist student network back in 2000, in 2005, and 2006. Uh, recruiting uh, the first class of, um, of of young students, and in this class, you had two thirds were coming from, you know, engineering, business, um, you know, classical university training, and others from Bible institutes. And this first class was was a good representation of what we were wanting to aim at. That means uh, 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 mentoring them for two years. Giving them some solid theological input, you know, um, uh, helping them to uh, to envision their ministry five years down the road, uh, giving them some solid input, opening doors for them, and then uh, and then shepherding their soul uh, for uh, for two years. And 50% of them uh, went into church planting. You see, and every year it's been pretty much the same ratio. We've seen now uh, close to 40 uh, students being trained in the past four years. And, and more than half of them are do- going in church planting, just because they, they they had someone who was a little bit older than them who recognized the gift and, and believed in them, shepherded their soul, mentored them, equipped them for the ministry, and, and, and let them loose. And um, you would be surprised that actually two years after the training, you can't recognize really who has a theological education and who doesn't. Uh, basically, ministry-wise, uh, they're as gifted uh, as anybody can be. So that was the, uh, the the vision with R2E, to train a new generation of, uh, of young evangelists. And uh, we're pretty much uh, halfway uh, through the, the benchmark. And, uh, I want to thank you, David, uh, and the CCFOF and you guys, because you believed in this program very early on, and you helped us uh, you know, succeed in that. So thank you so much.
0: Well, it's a pleasure. It's
1: a very exciting program. It's so
0: needed. And uh, I wanted to also ask how we can uh, how we can pray for you and how we can participate in the work of God in these areas. Well,
1: the, the CCFOF uh, has a uh, has a very good uh, network and prayer um, prayer list. There's uh, the Pray for France program. If you have never uh, prayed for France, you can you can uh, subscribe to this campaign, and that will give you a glimpse of uh, what is happening uh, in France and. Uh, uh, of course the ccf f uh, portal has a lot of information on that and you can you can have a you know a regular look on uh, on new ministries uh, uh, focus what we uh, what we need at this point in our i believe in our time of history in the church of uh, of god in france is is, uh, is wisdom for uh, for the next uh, few years we have a generational gap Uh, coming to us. Uh, We have this goal of planting 4,000 churches, and yet we have 50% of the workforce who will retire in the next 10 years. So that is is big. Uh, How do we uh, continue to uh, uh, replace existing workers and then multiply them through lay uh, people so that we can not only uh, continue to uh, uh, shepherd those 2,000 churches, but then move to 6,000? So that's the number one prayer request that we have, wisdom in how to bridge this uh, generational gap. We need also uh, people who have the gift of uh, of giving and faith and uh, who would be willing to um, to help us uh, launch those uh, regional uh, uh, church planting training centers. Um, we are committed uh, here in Lush to be uh, the first one. Uh, that's why we started this church planting uh, project that will open in the fall. And we do hope that in 2011, uh, we will be able to host uh, three to four to five uh, lay people, uh, lay couples, who would be coming and, and looking at the way we do ministry here. And then we can uh, we can put them into practice, and then they can have an academic tutor who can give them some theological input for, for a couple of years. And after those two years with us, we want to send them into harvest so that they can replicate the process. So... Um, that will uh, require some uh, some funding. That will require some uh, some some faith to uh, to start this process. So, uh, yeah, prayer in those areas and and giving in those areas. Uh, I believe uh, those are the two uh, main uh, priorities, uh, so that we can uh, be successful in, the, in the vision we believe God uh, has given us.
0: And it's not 25 million euros. That's the beauty of it. The new model is a very <laughs> le- A very leveraged uh, way. That yes. people can participate financially and see their gift go
1: much further than if they were financing a traditional model. You know, and David, we we, we need both. That's that's uh, you know uh, what I'm trying to 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 tell my my colleagues who are you know teachers at those uh, you know uh, Bible institutes. And I'm, I must have benefited from a very good uh, theological training. So I said, we need both. We need we need full time people, but those full time people need to shift from doing the ministry to equip the saints so that they can do the ministry. This is really where the big philosophical shift is, you know. So we need we need a, a little bit of full-timers. <laughs> we, need, we still need them. Still and I'm, I'm part of them. Right. <laughs> I, I'm part of them. And and we need a lot a lot a lot of um, of of, uh, of of lay people who are really the the champions, you know, those who have a, a regular job and they have a family, they have kids. And uh, and and they are willing to be part of a of a church planting team and put their gifts into it. And as you said, you know the 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 cost is not that expensive. I mean, it's 500 euros uh, for a matching grant to to finance a, a a student to be trained as an evangelist every year. So that's what mm-hmm. 40 40 euros a month, 50 bucks a month. Yeah, 50 bucks a month. Uh, that's how much you pay uh, to train uh, a, a young uh, a young student uh, in ministry for two years, and he will he will join the church planting team uh, down the road. And then for a LA lay guy, we've you know we've, we've crunched the numbers, and 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 we believe that uh, with uh, you know 1,500 uh, euros a year, uh, we can uh, we can uh, put this training program for them for two years. And uh, yeah, if people want to give towards that, uh, that would be a fantastic.
0: Well, thank you so much for being with us today, Raphael. I really appreciate it. And if you do want to support Student Evangelist Training Network, you can certainly go online at ccfwef.org and go to our ministry partners, and they're right there. Thanks again for being with us, Raphael. I really appreciate it.
1: Well, thank you guys for, uh, for listening. Thank you, David, for your excellent work. I mean, uh, I must say it again, the CCFOF is an unbelievable organization, and I'm so happy to be part of it and uh, be part of, uh, of uh, God's calling on your life, David. You do a wonderful job.